0: Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Selah for Guidelines for Living.
1: A certain farmer, deeply touched by the revival which had taken place in his community, decided to dedicate a section of his farm to the Lord. Choosing a piece of land which was somewhat marshy and not very productive, he felt reasonably smug in that decision. After all, he had done something for God, and he didn't expect the cost to be very great. Shortly after that, however, coal was discovered on this parcel, and immediately the value of the plot, which had been dedicated to the Lord, increased by tenfold. Lord, he prayed, I gave you the land, however, the coal should be mine. Mm -hmm." Then thinking about his stinginess, he repented. He said, okay, God, I gave you the land, I guess you own the coal as well. The next year, he noticed a slight scum or slime on part of the marshy ground which he had given to the Lord. A local geologist identified this as oil scum, and an exploratory well brought up black gold. Now the property was worth a great deal more than he had ever imagined possible. Again, he battled his conscience, thinking that surely he was entitled to some of this windfall, at least a finder's fee. But finally, he was able to say, Lord, I gave you the land and I gave you the coal, now I'm giving you the oil as well. Shortly after oil production had begun, uranium was discovered near the vein of coal which had caused the whole problem. Now the relatively small plot of land was worth a thousand times what it was when the farmer gave it to the Lord. He wanted to kick himself for being so generous in turning this all over to the Lord. Now he really faced a dilemma. But in the end he said, Lord... When I gave you the land, I gave you everything on the surface, everything above the surface and everything beneath the surface. It's yours, not mine. Issue closed. Almost every person who says, I'm yours, Lord, faces this very issue in some form or another. Two New Testament words defined the owner relationship between a believer and God. The term servant and the term Lord. Paul spoke of himself as a servant of Jesus Christ, and from the moment of his conversion he considered Jesus Christ to be his Lord. Under Roman law, a servant owned nothing. What he possessed in reality belonged to his master or his Lord. It was his to use, but never abuse. When Paul wrote to the Corinthians, he said, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God, you are not your own. Those last five words, you are not your own, indicate God's prior claim on those whom he has redeemed. Included in that group were business people, families, singles, and youth, all of whom had become believers in Jesus Christ as the result of Paul's ministry. It includes you too, friend, if you have become a Christian. Commitment is your willingness to realize God has a prior claim on your life, and to acknowledge freely that what God has given to you, not simply the coal or the oil on your property, but your mind, your talents, and your time, they all belong to God as well. The story of the farmer who struggled wanting to reclaim part of what belonged to God is the story of every person almost every day. The answer? Say, Lord, I'm yours today you have all there is of me, so let's do something together that will be lasting and worthwhile. Oswald Chambers put it, let God engineer. And when you give him that authority, recognizing he has all there is of you, it's amazing what will happen.
0: You've just heard Guidelines for Living. Visit givetoguidelines.org and become a partner in sharing hope and encouragement in Christ with others around the world. That's givetoguidelines.org Thanks for listening, and join us again for Guidelines for Living.